0: Welcome back, everybody. We've missed you. Uh, we've been on a mid-season hiatus for a while, but we are back. And in this episode, it's time to finish him, or her, with a flawless discussion that gets a little bit toasty. Because uh, <laughs> in this episode, we're going to talk Mortal Combat, But not really Mortal Kombat. Instead, we're going to talk about ways that you can dispatch people creatively. Uh, yes, indeed. Fatalities for non-Mortal Kombat characters is the theme. Uh, What would non-Mortal Kombat characters do as their fatality? So to help me with all of the destruction and mayhem on today's panel, we have Ed.
1: I have returned. Rachel. Hello. JP. You weak, pathetic
2: fool. And Matt. Matt. So this is not the episode where we're doing the Conjunction Junction
0: sing-along, then? Uh, not not quite. Uh, in fact, this episode is probably not best for kids, so if you are young ears, you might want to wait to the next one. But, you know, stay on if you want to. We're not your parents. Uh, but this is going to be a fun uh, episode where we have murder and mayhem uh, and de- delightfulness throughout, because that's what we do here at Big Nerdy Questions. Uh, I'm going to give everybody characters, uh, that are not in Mortal Kombat, and they'll tell me how they would dispatch people. Simple as that. Uh, before we get into that, we have our sponsor, Do We Not, Matt?
2: That's right. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Sub-Zero's Refrigerated Truck Service. There's cold, and then there's Sub-Zero.
0: If you want your ice cream delivered with a smile... And a decapitation, that's your company right there. I'm just saying, you can turn your, your own, the neck of your enemy into an ice cream cone. Yeah, free,
3: free, uh, free ice cream with every, de- with every uh, assassination. Ooh. You need a punch
0: card. A literal oh. punch card? <laughs> and that would be a great Assassin's Creed mini game. Like, it's I earned an ice cream! <laughs> it's yeah, literally a punch card. Well done. Uh, and in lieu of a big nerdy recommendation and announcement, uh, unfortunately we've had a change in the podcast, but it's not really unfortunate. I, I think it's a necessary change. We've decided to end our sponsorship relationship with FleetWit, uh, not because of anything FleetWit did. Uh, they are an awesome company, but on our end, we just don't feel like we're a big enough podcast for them to warrant paying us for our services yet. Our, awesome, our audience is awesome, but we are not numerous, and uh, we felt bad taking a company's money that's trying to grow uh, when they could be investing it elsewhere, so we have decided to end that relationship, but it's all good things, and we wish them well, and we are now back again solo going forward, and honestly, the best way for you to support us isn't with your money. Uh, it's with uh, your 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 time by listening to us, which we appreciate very much. And also by sharing what you think about us with your friends, uh, you know, commenting on our episodes and reviewing us on Apple podcasts, Google potable Podbean, whatever you listen to us through, uh, and then sharing the link with friends on your social media, uh, because that's how people find us. And that's how we, uh, gain new audience. So, Uh, But for now, we're going to go sponsorless, aside from the wonderful sponsors that Matt finds us for every episode, and uh, we thank you so much for your continued support of Big Nerdy Questions. And now, with the uh, official business taken care of, time to uh, kill some people with some fatalities. Sound good, guys? Mm -hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: So our order in this episode will be Matt, Ed, Rachel, and then JP, Long-time listeners of this show will will probably recognize why JP is last in a rapid-fire episode.
4: I'm so excited! <laughs> uh,
0: but first, let's get into it, and Matt. Yep. Your first character who is going to kill someone is a monarch out of Eastern Europe, and no, his name is not Vladimir Putin. Uh, your character is Victor Von Doom! Doom says
2: this.
0: So... For Victor
2: Von Doom, he is theatrical, he is over-the-top, but he also values his time and values efficiency of action. So, I would think that if someone who is not a named character in the Marvel Universe were to displease him in a capital fashion, like forgetting to call him Doctor Doom, he would pronounce a sentence of death upon them, take their hand, take their head in his hand, which he wears those large metal gauntlets on, and use that hand to crush their head while pronouncing their sentence. Then their body would fall to the ground and he would have his servants clean it up and or put it on display somewhere.
0: As you do. I mean, you might as well use it as, as a nice centerpiece for your next dinner party. It's, it'll start a conversation. Oh, yeah. I mean, It might it, turn it, their
3: skull into a, like a mug or something.
0: It depends on how crushed he made it. Uh, it could be a a, lov- <laughs> a a lovely flower pot. Yeah. Stick uh, uh, th- glue th- th- it back together. There are choices. Uh, <clears throat> so, Ed, you're first, sir. Uh, okay. And uh, you're going to be coming from the Star Wars universe to the planet of Kashyyyk, our favorite Wookiee. Yes, if Chewbacca had to murder somebody, how would he do it? Let
1: me preface this by saying, please, extended Star Wars fan base, don't try to be jackasses. Thank you. Uh, I do believe that yes. Chewbacca would... Yeah, anyway. I do believe that Chewbacca would uh, do something very straightforward by killing... Uh, <clears throat> finishing the opponent with Bowcaster to face close range and if you've seen the force awakens and i know you all have that thing has a hell of an impact
0: i was once an adventurer like you but then i took an arrow to the face now i'm dead <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah so how did you die
0: yeah <laughs> well, yeah you if, got you, your body, if they set skyrim in the in the afterworld
4: oh yeah
0: i was killed by a wookie no. wait twist
4: i don't recognize that race
0: (laughs) it was quite a hairy situation you see oh my Uh, god y'all knew that
2: one was coming
3: yeah
0: my death wasn't very fortunate
3: okay don't
0: don't hurt your shoulder reaching for it man (laughs) sometimes i include characters just so i can do a pun next uh rachel In a previous episode, you and Ed said that the most brutal franchise ever devised was Berserk. So, in honor of that, I decided to give you a character from Berserk. And based on my research, the character that is most likely to use a fatality is Griffith. Uh, So, Rachel, how would Griffith do a Mortal Kombat-style fatality?
3: Okay, well, assuming he's still Fremdo because he hasn't reincarnated again, uh, basically he would get all of his demon friends to tear the person to pieces and then throw their corpse onto the giant pile of corpses, which, which both literally and figuratively explains all of the lives he has already taken in his existence to get to where he is now.
0: So ripped apart by demons and then thrown into a pile of corpses. Yeah, That sounds like Mortal Kombat. That's pretty badass. That sounds like DC dark. <laughs> yeah, that's like... Frit. You say that like it's a bad thing. And Mortal Kombat would, of course, show the x-ray of how the demons are literally taking them apart limb by limb. Mm. Yeah. And then throwing the pieces in the pile. Yeah.
1: Mortal Kombat would really have to step up their game to get to br- Berserk levels of Brutal, I'm just saying.
0: don't, don't <laughs> challenge them.
4: They've stepped up plenty. It's, uh, it's all good. Uh, a Berserk
0: fighting game? game.
4: Ed Ed Boon, do not take that challenge. <laughs> no, please
2: take the challenge. <laughs> you want an AO rating? Because this is how we get AO ratings. <laughs> <laughs> I this didn't is how describe
0: we get this it. is how we get Skynet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, which which actually I did see in the news that one of the universities has made an AI that's malevolent intentionally. Oh, okay. well,
2: that's going to end well. It probably will
0: they
4: just sat over there. They were like, how could I lose? Yeah. Somebody who believes that Isaac Asimov's laws are actually laws of nature and not just uh, laws that you should follow. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: it's more of a guideline, not a law. Yeah. Oh, well. But, JP, I'm glad you spoke because speaking of things that have a dual nature, you are going to be starting us off with fatalities in the dark streets of Gotham. mm, mm. Because our poor, unfortunate victim has stumbled across the man of duality, former District Attorney Harvey Dent, Two-Face. How does Two-Face kill off somebody in a moral combat fashion?
4: Uh, Obviously, he flips the coin. uh, And to to be fair, uh, if the coin comes up heads, uh, he just... He, he just shoves it in the dude's eye and moves on with his life. It's, uh, it's his it's, friendship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. That,
1: <laughs> that Just was, real quick, that, was, that would be an interesting game mechanic. If you went to do a fatality with Two-Face, it came up heads and you had to let the opponent get, like, half a bar of health back. That'd be kind of cool. It, <laughs>
4: the, the, faith, the fatality would have to really be worth it in that yep. game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But... <laughs> Um. Yeah, or, or you know, I mean, you flip the coin and it comes up heads, and he just uh, has to walk away. You know, just punches him and d- knocks him over and walks away, like, like you do if you don't know the fatality codes and exactly. more combat. Um, and
0: it'd be like uh, Two Face wins, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Two Face <laughs> wins? Question mark. <laughs>
4: fatality? Question mark. You know, like, they're going the work just fine. Uh, but I, I think truly though that's the extent of of Two Face's gimmick in the fatality because honestly I, you know Two Face is just going to shoot the guy if if it's you know if, if it comes up tails there's nothing really special about it just bullet to the brain done that was I mean it's kind of his style he has some ways of, of torturing people to death but none of them that would be applicable in a Mortal Kombat fight I, I don't think
0: yeah I think it would be a very and the, the coin flip would be the entertaining part, especially Absolutely. if you do have to walk away if it comes up heads. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he walks away grumbling, like, oh,
4: yeah. So, something like that it, it, would, it would have to be entertaining and that, that, yeah, that's, that's the point of a fatality or
0: he flips it heads he walks away and then another villain from DC or Gotham comes in like from the side and kills the guy anyway <laughs> like,
2: I'm just imagining he, he flips heads starts grumbling goes to put his gun away drops it it goes off and kills you anyway
0: that's even better <laughs> accidentalality <laughs> <Oopsie>. <laughs> Death by karma. That is that
4: is good. I, I like that that somebody else thought for a long time that the guy was saying whoopsie. <laughs> I did, too. I thought he was saying whoopsie for years. That yeah, a,
0: right? Well, that
2: would be a perfect whoopsie, wouldn't it? Yeah. Wait, so what was he actually saying? Toasty. 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 Yeah.
1: Wow. Really? Really? Yeah, See, you sh- thought it was whoopsie as well.
4: It's yes. toasted. Yeah, we all did. We all did, man. Don't feel bad. It is strange.
0: But yeah. uh, time for our second rotation. Those were all very good job. Well done, guys. So in round two, we take characters who are a little bit less likely to use uh, lethal force. Matt. Or, well, not less likely, but, you know, different ways. Matt. This one is subjective because this one depends a lot on how you built the character. Uh, but I'm time it's time to let you twist and shout because you are going to do a Mortal Kombat fatality in the biggest video game crossover ever with the Dragonborn.
2: Mm. Okay. I I'm going to say full force boostroda directly to the face off of a cliff into the water and then eaten by mud crabs. Of course, there had to be mud crabs. <laughs> the same things are everywhere. Oh yeah, yes, they are. Fish, man. <laughs> oh no, well the slaughterfish come in later and eat the mud <clears throat> crabs.
3: Uh.
1: <laughs> and it's more insulting that it's a mud crab in lieu of like an actual dragon. So yeah. I like
0: that.
4: <laughs> he, he although, puts... I, I did, I did stumble upon. I'm guessing it was either a glitch or an Easter egg, but there is a giant mud crab in one cave in Oblivion. Really. It's, it's just as weak as a regular mud crab, but, man, you just turn the corner and it's there and it scares the crap out of you.
0: <laughs> kind of like the first time I saw a frostbite spider. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> hell with those things. Yeah, screw
3: that. I need, to get like an, I need to get, like, a mod that changes all spiders into something else. There's there
0: um, a mod that changes them to bears. Like
4: I, I am by no yeah. means arachnophobe, but frostbite spiders, hell no. Yeah. There are so damn many spiders in that game. Yeah, oh, That's not true of every... Uh, other scrolls game though, so no, no, no they, worries uh, if you Okay, take the Skyrim's the
1: only one I've played, and I, there are yeah. spiders every freaking where.
0: Yes, there are. Uh, but Ed, something that doesn't have as many spiders, I don't think. All right, from the Dragon Ball franchise. Oh, Master Rochi <laughs> Oh, oh God, yes. Okay, a little excited
1: there, buddy. This is, well. You got to get excited when Roshi's involved. He's a lech. Ah. <laughs> But I'm just... Okay, let me give this a little bit of thought here. It has to involve a porno mag somehow. <laughs> somehow. Yeah, that's Roshi. Oh! He had premature Kamehameha and oh. his opponent oh, God. blew
2: the top half off. <laughs> <laughs> that's just... I can't unthink that. I'd thought I delete someone else's comments. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful, like because Josh,
4: you you picked the one character in there that would not be too easy to come up with an answer.
0: <laughs>
2: well done. Um, and yet here we are,
0: <laughs> premature. Came- <laughs> #Hashtag premature #Kamehameha. Okay, it, it,
1: it happens to the best of
4: us. <laughs> and, and I mean, like, the, the, the shape that the wave takes. In, <laughs> yeah, and the early Dragon Ball episodes, with the, the the upward curve and everything, it's just, oh, my God, it's beautiful. <laughs> oh, I'm going to jump in and
3: say, it doesn't happen to all
0: of us.
1: Rest assured, had you picked Yamcha for me, he would have still found a way to die in the middle of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that, that, <laughs> that is fantastic and what a what a degrading way to die and then he'd be over in the corner like sorry bro <laughs> sorry it happens <laughs> oh. or
4: no no it would be sorry that's never happened before and then of course when ins- a-
0: instead of toasty the guy comes up sticky <laughs>
4: <laughs> when there's a best of episode of
1: this program I want this to be included I just want you to know that <laughs>
4: But but just out of context Just the line He had premature
0: Kamehameha (laughs) Folks that's why we do these episodes That's fantastic Ed Point point for Ed Uh, Rachel We know him as the lovable mascot Of a video game franchise But he's turned murderous Vault Boy How does Vault Boy commit a fatality
3: that's not hard Have you played Fallout Shelter. Ah, uh,
0: <laughs> there are so many oh, options, lordy. but what will he go with?
3: Oh, lordy, um, I'm gonna go with oh, lordy. Uh, I think I think there's got to be a fat man in there somewhere. Um, probably something that gets both him and the opponent blown up, but he's impervious. Like, like he improperly aims a fat man, and and because you know he's you know Vault Boy, he, it looks like he's going to blow up as well, but he's actually impervious because he's freaking Vault, he's freaking
0: Ball Boy. I love it. So. The only thing, uh, my version of it, I was thinking of that too with the fat man. But with this one, he misfires the fat man, and he and like he hurts himself, but he's not killed. Of course, he's fault boy. And the opponent starts laughing. And then the mysterious stranger comes up behind him and kills him and shoots him in the head.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: it was like a big feint. Yeah, I can see that.
3: Something do 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 something do do. Very, something out of field, That's for sure.
0: Yeah, something completely random. Or, or uh, <laughs> they start playing. I'm as corny as Kansas in autumn, and the guy play, uh, commits howdy kitty. Oops.
3: <laughs> yeah, I have yeah, or just death by repetitive vault music. I mean, it could be any better. You know.
0: <laughs> Three dogs <laughs> says to kill your ass. Yeah. Oh god, that'd be a funny one too. <laughs> uh, so, uh, JP. Yes. You're going from Gotham to the Enterprise, because uh, our favorite womanizer in the next generation. It has to kill somebody. <laughs> Commander William Riker is up. Kill somebody.
4: Oh my gosh! Well, I'm glad you didn't pick Worf because that would have taken three seconds for me to just say he throws him up against the bulkhead. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> Riker, now that is a challenge.
0: Why do you think I picked him?
4: Yeah, it's right.
0: Be a fable.
1: <laughs> I, I have a interesting one for when Josh is done.
0: Um.
4: R- Riker, uh, actually, as a surprise to everybody, he he pulls out his Bat'leth and uses the skills he acquired as the first officer um, on the Klingon exchange program to <laughs> annihilate his opponent with a Bat'leth.
0: That's fantastic.
4: Yeah. Okay, I'm not uh, versed enough in Trek.
1: Did you pull that out of your ass or did he really train? He really did
0: exchange with
4: another first officer yeah, he did. in order to, uh, yeah, yeah. That, re- that was a real episode. Okay.
2: Meanwhile, Picard does his exchange with the Borg, and all he learns is flute.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: no, that did not really happen, Ed.
3: Yeah, Kirk's exchange is cultural and involves swapping women.
0: Okay.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: you mean biocultural?
0: Yeah, pretty much. So, Ed, what was your suggestion for right uh, now?
1: Well, you know, just like in Doctor Who, they kind of... Uh, BS explain things away in certain episodes of you know sci-fi stuff like that. Just they're on the away team or whatever, and they tell uh, who runs the the uh, transporter for the
0: uh, Chief O'Brien. Na- yeah, O'Brien, O'Brien for
1: the most part. <laughs> well, just set it to transport uh, beam up in such a way that it only beams up like the top half of their body.
0: <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, that's a good. No,
1: one. That-
4: yeah, that's been explored before, too, because there was a very unfortunate uh, transporter mishap in Star Trek The Motion Picture.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, very, very brutal.
4: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's all implied, but you just kind of see them almost get beamed in, you see them scream, and then they disappear, and you hear the, the guy on the other end say, yeah, well, what we got back did not live for long. <laughs> for, fortunately.
2: Uh, so, the yeah. Orville... That had the uh, No, no, or was it Space Pulse that had the transporter mishap where the guy's head was on backwards? Space pulse seems I
4: like think. That is oh, baseball, yeah, think? yeah, the orbital t- t- takes things like that just a little bit more seriously, if I'm being honest.
0: Yeah. My idea with Riker, uh, he has his trombone, right? <laughs> but he's modified the trombone into a lethal phaser. So he starts playing and then he points it at the guy and he starts and then the phaser comes out and it vaporizes the guy's head.
4: Yeah, or you could do like a sprite manipulation where he just plays the trombone, and and the the effect is the same thing as uh, as Sindel's scream. Yeah.
2: Mm, <laughs> yeah. But he has to play the very special note combination. <laughs> <laughs> the last note is what fires it.
0: Drew Carey wins. <laughs> Price ality. Has, has anyone tried to play that little that little jingle on ocarina of time? Is there a hit? Please, if there's a hidden Easter egg, well, i do? I know you are. Well, <laughs> they
3: they
4: have they have it set up to where you can modify notes by half steps in ocarina of time, so that you can actually play just about any song ever made on the ocarina.
0: Oh no! Don't tell is me that is that like a challenge? People go online and post their videos of what no, they played on ocarina of time.
4: I mean, I'm sure it is now, but that's, that's been a very real thing since uh, since it came out. There are tons of videos online where people yeah. have recorded playing various songs through Ocarina of Time. Free Bird!
0: Yeah.
4: It, it, it could be done. Now, I mean, there's only like one octave worth of notes, so it's kind of, you know, you, there is that limitation.
0: Yeah. Um. Like, so you definitely couldn't do
4: like Take that. On Me by Aha, for example. But the Mortal
0: Kombat theme song. <laughs> Sure. I mean, that stays
2: mostly within the same
0: octave, so you could do that.
2: Nah, I'm going to have to like go on YouTube later and look for Ocarina of Time Chocolate Rain.
0: By the way, shout out to Mr. Chocolate Rain, Mr. Zonday. He follows us on Twitter, so shout out. What? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he does. That is cool. Um, so time for round three. Uh, we'll, let's see if we have any more premature Kamehameha. Uh, Matt. He's the most censored character in all of space and time. But now he's a murderer. R two D two, finish him.
2: <laughs> as soon as you said most censored, I knew where that was going. Hmm. I think. R2-D2 has a lot of built-up anger after being forced to be in the prequels. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I I am going to say that he... because he's, he's got a lot of nasty little tools built into him. So, I'm going to say he uses his little electrical probe to stun... The person, knock, and knock him down with his, you know, barrel-like body, rolls partially on top of them to keep them from getting up. Because, you know, droids are heavy. Like, they, they've established, they're, you know, there's not a lot of empty space in them. They're chock full of parts, so they're several hundred pounds. You're not getting up out from under an archer unit. And then he brings out his cutting tool and his electrical tool and just starts going to town on you until there's just not much left north of the neck. That would do it. All while all while cussing at you in his R2 speak, and you still don't know what he's saying, because even in person, he's still censored.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, R2 actually speaks fluent English, but it's against the imperial law for him to speak or else everyone will die. <laughs>
2: At his hand,
0: ha ha! R two no, and three PO is off in the off the side of the screen like R two. You know the first person
1: he's gonna kill is C three PO.
0: Oh yeah! Three <laughs> PO's fatality would just be talking to you endlessly until you commit harakiri. <laughs> see,
2: I really see R two and three PO less as a hateful relationship and more of like a love hate romance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't think he'd ever actually kill three PO.
4: So really, they they are just like brothers.
0: Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say like Burton Ernie. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. he is a protocol droid after all. I'm, I'm just saying.
4: Uh, I that joke lost me. I don't know. About yeah, it, I didn't. It. I didn't quite.
0: Well, he is fluent in all the languages, including love. Oh,
2: uh, okay. Yeah, that one.
0: Yeah, you were reaching on that one. Yeah, I, well, so is he. <laughs>
2: Damn
0: it! I mean, dude, that hologram thing that R two has—that was clearly intended to be used for sex tapes. I, I right. mean, okay, moving along. I'm just saying it was so the it was the, the it was the beta max of its time. Moving on, yeah. um, Ed. Yes. From Futurama. Yes. Nibbler! Oh my
1: god, Nibbler. Uh, Well, for people who only have a passing familiarity with Futurama, Nibbler is actually a highly intelligent individual who is capable of speak. But I am going to say... I'm going to go comedic with this one again. Uh, He has a very small spaceship, which is appropriate for his size. Uh, as you are standing there, you know, out of it and dazed, he ties a loop around your leg and flies his little-ass spaceship off into space. <laughs> death by space.
3: Okay, <laughs> Space.
1: The guy screams until he's out of the
0: atmosphere or, and he can't speak anymore.
1: Or he could lay a steaming pile of dark matter and just... Uh, choke you on it, but I'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah,
0: I was I was
4: about to ask if I could do exactly that for his alternate <laughs> fatality. My, my variation was he stands on your head and does it. Oh
2: right oh, oh, through you <laughs> Where First did you take us through you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn um. I wish I thought about the dark matter first, but I got there actually. <laughs> so would you say it goes through him the easy way and you the hard way? Uh-huh. Man, there there's
1: a there's a fanfic human centipede story here with the Futurama group I don't need yeah. to think about.
0: Oh, wow, yeah. I and believe Deadpool it. Deadpool comes in and says, "He ate too many chimichangas." <laughs> <laughs>
1: I have to say it, Deadpool 2 was everything it needed to be.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. We're going to get Deadpool 2 in a little bit. I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not going to say it now, but there there was uh, one part of that movie that really upset me, so...
0: Oh, no. Uh, Rachel. Yes? She started as an antagonist but became something more. But when she was an antagonist, she was a good antagonist. From Steven Universe... Peridot! Yeah, 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 I love Peridot. Not my favorite character,
3: but one of my favorite characters. Well, if, um, if she's not
0: your favorite character, you're wrong.
3: <laughs> no, if Pearl's my favorite character and no, it's only She murdered him it's only with exacerbated science. by the uh, the latest episode in May that has changed the entire series in Turned it on its head, and I am fantastically excited about okay,
2: it. Okay, first of all, you're both wrong. Lion is best. Jim. <laughs> <gym. laughs>
3: how many times I have to tell you? That? Lion
2: does what lion wants. It is
3: a cat. Okay, about,
2: this seems like as
4: good a time as any to remind you to tune in in a few weeks when we do a Stephen Universe deep dive.
0: Yay.
3: <laughs> Uh, which I may or may not be interesting, depends on how things how things uh, work out. Uh, let's see. Um, okay, Um, Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and assume uh, she's not evil anymore. Well, she has metal bending powers, so she would probably like try really. She's not very good at it yet, though. She's got a lot a lot to learn, and she probably really, really hard, really, really, really try to like use her metal bending powers to, like, take this piece of metal debris on the ground and stab you with it, and she's trying really, really, really hard, it's not moving, and it's not moving, and it's not moving, and all of a sudden the satellite falls out of the sky and lands on it. <laughs> and then she
1: finishes it with you Claude. <laughs> probably,
3: yes, probably. yeah. She has to use her catchphrase, but yeah. It's like <laughs> She would try really hard to move this tiny piece of metal and it does nothing. And eventually she's been trying for so hard that she somehow pulled a satellite out of the sky. And that's what landed on the enemy.
0: It needs to be Sputnik just for historical funnies.
3: Yeah, sure, why not?
0: <laughs> God, get impaled on one of the antenna from it? <laughs> yeah, it
3: doesn't even matter. The sheer velocity
0: of it falling from, from space... Who's best gym now, bitch? Still lying. (laughs) Hashtag still lying. Hashtag not my gym. (laughs) Wow. Well played. Uh, We're at the halfway point. So, uh, JP, it's time for your first Spongebobbing. (laughs) Yay. Yay. So, uh, all I need to say with this one is, if life is like a box of chocolates.
4: Oh, come on!
0: What is death like? <laughs> Forrest Gump, finish him!
4: My
2: god, man. <laughs> oh, this breaks the JP.
4: <laughs> That's great, because, I mean, you've you picked one that I, I can't even lame out of and just say next. Uh, no, um, oh, man. There there's so many actually really good possibilities here. Um one. he uh he, he ties uh the you know he, he stands next to his opponent ties his right leg to his opponent's left leg and then just starts running in a three-legged race.
0: And then there's and a jump he, cut
4: to like 5 days later. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I just, I, I figured, you know, he said he was tired, so I just kept running, yeah, and, <laughs> and I, I, I couldn't get a response out of the guy, so I, you know, and just kept running some more, <laughs> I mean, that's, there's so know. many
0: possibilities, that's a great one, I was gonna go with supersonic yeah. ping, ball, uh, ping ball, that's ball. where I was going, uh, I also thought of over overstuffing the guy with various kinds of shrimp while Forrest explains what he's being served. <laughs> Until he can eat no more shrimp, or the guy's allergic to shellfish. That'll do it. But yeah, I, I like yours really well. The three-legged race of death. Yeah. <laughs> Just kept running. Yeah. And then... Uh, hey, his, hey, uh, he might...
4: He might not have the, the most uh, flashy fatalities, but he sure can run. Forest
2: wins. Shellfish allergy.
0: <laughs> he told JFK he really had to pee. Now, uh, <laughs> uh, no, the worst thing would be, like, Mortal uh, Kombat doesn't have summons like you know Street Fighter, but if he had a summons and called in Jenny, Jenny would do what she always is. She'd show up, get, make Forrest hold the kid, and then leave the screen again.
4: <laughs>
0: and be like, Jynae, Jynae. It would actually be the only summons where you lose health. <laughs> but Jin-Nay I love you. Well done, sir. That was a very successful evasion of the SpongeBob trap. <laughs> uh, Thank a, you. A well done fatality. We'll see that again at the end of the show. All right. So, time for the second half, and Matt. What better way to start the second half of this with the most fatal show on television from Westeros, Arya Stark. Oh. Oh. Oh.
2: She's killed so many people so many ways. It's it's going to be really hard to be more creative than they've already been.
0: Then you can pick one of her best if you'd like. Oh. Come on, man. You kill Jarner all the time. You can
3: think of something.
2: I know, it's just, it's gonna be so hard to beat when she, spoiler alert, killed the entirety of Clan Frey. Yes. Oh. Okay. Uh, so, she's a faceless man now. So, I would say she disappears off the screen, and then a crowd comes onto the screen, and a peasant girl comes up behind, stabs stabs him in the back with a dagger, pulls off her face to turn into a middle-aged man, wanders off the screen. Then an old man comes onto the screen, pulls out a dagger, jams it in through that soft spot on the jaw, up through the mouth, pulls off the face,
0: it's Arya, whips out needle, and stabs him in the heart.
1: Stick him with a pointy end.
0: Nice. And the fatality, when you unlock it, the t- the name of it would be a dollop of Maisie. <laughs> Lame. We love you, Josh. Sorry. The fatality names are always a little na- like That one is, would, uh, yeah, that would stick it to the man right there. But um, that's a really good, that's actually one that I could see in a Mortal Kombat game. Changing faces and then, yeah, that would actually be one that, uh, Shung Sang would actually could use. So, well done, Matt. Point. Yay. Ed. Yes, sir. He's your favorite cancerous man from the X-Files, the cigarette smoking man. Alright. Um so can smoke. <clears throat> well,
1: actually... He calls one of his cronies, because he always has cronies. They set up a uh, small prefab uh, room that's airtight. Then he just sits in there smoking with you until you uh, asphyxiate and die. Damn! <laughs> All the while giving you conspiracy theories.
0: Slowly. Do you know, sir? Yeah. yeah. I, I,
1: I, do, I do know that the ending of this most recent season and the, the series as a whole was so <laughs> lackluster, it hurt. It,
0: it really did. Oh god. Chris Carter knows how to finish off the fan base. Oh yeah. And not in the premature Kamehameha kind of way either. Oh no. Because at least somebody's satisfied that way. Exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: uh alright. Wow. <laughs> no,
1: for real, that freaking sucked. That 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 was not an ending. That what what was that? I I know that me and you are the only ones that probably watched it. What the fuck was that?
0: Ugh. Sorry, you'll have to bleep me. It's okay. Uh, we might not bleep anymore because it doesn't really affect the audience listenership. Uh, people like it when we curse, apparently, as is your episode with Colleen on Star Wars. Uh, but no, I. It, it was pathetic. It was horrible. It was, uh, yeah. Uh, you know what?
1: I'm glad Gillian Anderson said no more. I mean, even if that wasn't the last episode and just a season finale... It felt so freaking hollow and rushed. I just couldn't... I didn't like it. The The
0: the reboot brought us some good episodes, but it destroyed the mythology.
1: Yep. Uh, There were were several good standalone episodes in the season that I
0: liked, but none of the overarching. No. Exactly. Me too. Same here. (sighs) Which is just a shame. But anyway, yes. I see Sam would kill you by asphyxiation from smoke. Eventually, he would just start smoking directly into your nose and uh, throat.
2: Worst E E N T doctor ever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or he or a uh, twist. He's actually one of the um, bounty hunters that can change form, and his blood just makes you melt. If, he, if they
4: reboot the series again, they they could make him the the e cigarette smoking man.
2: You know the vaping
4: man? Th- this is o- the
1: last season of the X-Files is only slightly better than Heroes Reborn in so much as there was actually a few good episodes of the X-Files. There was no good episodes of Heroes Reborn. I know I'm getting off on a tangent here, but god, <laughs> these reboot
0: series. Yeah.
1: Samurai Jack came back over a decade later and did it right. What the hell is wrong with these people? I
0: think we may have to have an episode coming up soon on the best and worst TV and movie reboots. Because, uh, uh, yeah, that's not good. Whereas, like the best might be Battlestar, Samurai Jack. There's definitely some possibilities, and the most polarizing one will be the Ghostbusters new one because it's people either love it or hate it.
1: Sir, you have forgotten about the travesty that is upcoming called Thundercats Roar. Oh God. We don't speak that name in this house. (laughs) It shouldn't be spoken ever anywhere, but here we are.
0: Indeed. (laughs) but You you know what one character would say about it, and Rachel, I hope you're listening because this is your character, his commentary on that would go something like, I am Groot? I, I am Groot. Rachel, how would Groot kill somebody?
3: Oh, no. Master Groot fanboy, not me. Let's see. Huh, honestly, hmm, I'm I'm thinking, if anyone has any ideas, let me know, because... I'm trying
1: to think of something creative. Um,
3: Yeah, me too. Other than being indifferent, and... Well, yeah, I know, but that's kind of obvious, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Well, well, let's let's see, you could could tweak it to your advantage and say whether it's baby Groot, angsty teenage Groot, or full-grown Groot.
3: I wanted it to be angsty teenage Groot.
4: Okay. No, it's it's gotta be for a Mortal Kombat game.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. It it goes. He starts playing his video game, and then it goes into his video game. No, 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 scratch it. Start over. He starts playing his video game while the other characters kind of wobbling back and forth, waiting for the fatality to occur, and and he doesn't actually want to do the fatality. He's bored already. So he starts playing his video game, and he, let's say he's playing Galaga. A Galaga, a Galaga ship comes out of his video game and shoots the other guy. It's it, it varies slightly based on what video game they have him play for that particular fatality.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they change change for button input. Yeah, that'd be kind of funny.
3: Pac Man. What the what the what the? He's too he's too he's too bored to do it himself.
0: But, you know, let's go ahead and forth Wallet and have him have his video game be the one that does the killing. That's fantastic. And then Rocket calls him, like, afterward, like, come on!
4: And, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and that could work, too, because, you know, Mortal Kombat and its relationship in the past with Midway and Williams, there's a wealth of classic arcade games they could use there.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, anything
4: from Missile Command all the way up to NFL Blitz.
0: Oh, a random yeah, NFL linebacker comes in, <laughs> linebacker. yeah, tears the guy you know in what? half.
1: I miss NFL Blitz. We all do. Uh,
0: it's back in two years. It's called the XFL. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: Vince McMahon okay. is already planning a freaking video game. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> Welcome to XFL Blitz.
1: You're fired.
0: And now the referees, you've got no chance.
3: No Special chance. guest Earl Hebner
0: in. Yeah, is it a touchdown? One, two. The referee's been knocked out. The referee's been knocked out. <laughs> My God, that player's got a family.
1: God, they have to get and the, the
0: team. with the steel chair.
1: They have to get King and JR as the commentators. I will accept nothing less.
0: Why is there a cage coming down over the logo in midfield? My God, oh, my God.
4: They'll have to, To I mean, yeah, yeah. they're, they're going to have to pry JR from uh, New Japan's cold, dead hands on that one. Oh, yeah. Well, WWE kind of screwed him over Speaking repeatedly.
0: Which, uh, so. Congratulations, Kenny Omega, new IWGP heavyweight champion. Well done. Right. And
1: Chris Jericho is their... IWGP uh,
0: Intercontinental Champion. Yes. Yes, uh-huh. yes indeed. Uh, yeah, best wrestling event of the year, maybe. Uh, we'll see if, if it holds up, but uh, that match, wow. But anyway, that's another uh, another sidebar there, but nicely done with Groot, a very creative fatality, Rachel. So a point to you for creatively doing Groot and not just having him uh, ha- extend his roots to somebody.
3: Yeah, I was trying to
0: think of something other than that. <clears throat> so, well played. Very well played indeed. You, you uh, you decided to leave that one alone, so well done. Uh-huh. Sorry. Uh, JP. Oh, boy. I, I thought it would be appropriate to bring in a character from another fighting game. Uh, because okay. other fighting games don't have fatalities, and maybe they want a chance.
3: Maybe nah, they deserve so a chance.
0: Lucky. And you are going to give them this chance. From the Street Fighter franchise, Chun-Li.
1: Oh, I thought you were oh. going to Dan Hibiki. <laughs> oh,
4: woman. my God. No, I mean, dude, that's it's, it's too easy. Uh, it, Chun- Chun-Li jumps up like she's going to do a karana on the opponent and then just squeezes with those thighs. Boom. Done. Wow. Them thighs. Uh, Ton- tons them and thighs tons though. Of, <laughs> yeah. Tons and tons of 10 to 11-year-old or 10 to 12-year-old boys get very strange thoughts they can't quite understand. Moving He's on. Right?
3: It's
0: kind of like Death by Snoo Snoo. <laughs> oh god! Be like, Ooh, uh, so can I cosplay her fatality with you?
1: Oh, no. <laughs> the spirit is willing, but
0: the body is soft and spongy, <laughs> <laughs> and bruised. Be like fatality, but don't worry, he had fun. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's gonna, it's gonna give a lot of kids. Uh, Ideas that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise. You know <laughs> Good that's job, JP. My, my
4: in
1: in this list we've uh, cultivated so far, that's not the worst way to go.
3: No. Uh, as
2: it's a no, corollary, open exactly to, college would have no idea what was going on. As a
0: corollary, <laughs> open to any of you, how would Zangief kill somebody?
1: Um, let me think about this for a second. I'm still thinking about Dan Hibiki, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dan it would be accidental whatever he did um, <laughs> I, I, he's got he does a pile driver so hard, it, it'll be the similar effect to Chun-Li he does this massive pile driver where he he jumps up like 30 feet in the air comes down and explodes the head
0: Ooh, and it literally becomes a tombstone
4: yes yes even better it, nice. He, uh, he, he rubs your face against his that one patch of chest hair so fast that it catches fire.
0: He's <laughs> Dead <laughs> <Toasty>. Cyclone!
1: <laughs> That's the name of the move.
0: <laughs> well played. Well played to all of you on that one. Time for round five. Matt. Yes. So um, this man has a very important job. He guards a bridge and prevents people from accessing the killer rabbit. He knows yes. known by many names, but those who know him simply call him Tim.
2: Yes.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: Oh, great Tim the Enchanta. Hmm. I would say that the only possible fatality... For Tim the Enchanter is a riddle. You would ask <laughs> them the questions three. But not just any question three. It would be, what is your name? What is your quest? What are the defining principles of the theory of special relativity and its
0: applications to dark matter? <laughs> I don't know that. Well, I don't know. And then it would cut to the cliff, like the person falling off the the cliff fatality. (laughs) Every time. And Reptile's just looking up like... Seriously, guys? Come on. Again? Again? Or he pulls out a rabbit out of a hat. There are so many good fatalities for that movie alone. It should be like that own fighting game. Because the coconuts could be used as a fatality. Yep.
1: Yep.
0: I'm not dead yet! Boom. You are now. Don't listen to
1: him. <laughs> you know what? Let's not go to Camelot. It's a rather silly place.
0: And uh, he could just summon the foot of God from down on the, above the screen. Get on with it. And the, the police show up afterwards and arrest everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the uh, one of his uh, moves is the French guy insulting you, and, and then spit from the insult hurts you. <laughs> oh, there was a.
1: Hamster, and your father smelled of elderberries.
0: Who would be like uh, the most overpowered fighting character in the Holy Grail fighting game?
4: The oh, the rabbit! Yeah. The
0: rabbit? Yeah. Yeah. What about that cartoon monster?
1: You guys are forgetting the Black Knight. <laughs> that Joker does not die. No,
2: he
0: doesn't. Just put a scratch. <laughs> He's at worst. What are you going to do? Bleed on me? No, if the Black Knight is who you beat, you have to do five fatalities to beat him.
4: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: And then he only calls it
1: a draw.
3: <laughs> the, the Black Knight is like when you accidentally roll a paladin and give him really, really high health and really and really good armor, but forget to have him cause any damage.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> the fight never ends because you can't damage the other player.
0: <laughs> they can't damage you. It's like when two Dittos face in Pokemon. Oh God! Yeah, screw that. Or two Magikarps.
3: <laughs> Clash each
0: you other. No, it's
2: mom. not effective.
0: <laughs> no, it,
3: it, it
2: it's like in Pokemon when you run your hm slaved Aerodactyl against a ghost type that only has ghost type attacks. <laughs> wow. you can't damage each other.
3: Yeah, forget that. My
2: brother and I actually did that through link cable once.
4: I, by the
3: way, I absolutely believe it.
2: Or it's like
4: when two people sit down and play Monopoly. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's how so friendships
3: end. No, it's more like rest, Yeah, though.
4: but it's not how games end because no. they don't.
1: No, yeah. About an hour and a half into it, I'm like, yeah, I'm done playing. You guys have
0: fun. <laughs> so, Rachel, uh, yeah. you mentioned the game earlier, and I don't know if you realize that I actually had something from it for you prepared. What's that?
1: I think you went out of order there, Josh.
0: Did I? You, you I apologize. Uh, I will but you, I mean, we
1: can do it in reverse order. It no, no,
0: I will, I will restart. I apologize. I was getting so excited for this character. Uh, but, Ed, I'm excited for you too. That means mine's forgettable. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not forgettable. Ed, there have been many times that Sean Connery has been a badass on screen. Oh, dear God, yes. But perhaps for... none more than when he was Dr. Henry Jones. Oh, oh. Dr. Hold Henry on. Jones, finish him!
1: Okay, let me give this a little bit of thought here. I don't think I'm getting any more pre-Kamehameha, but I'll I'll come up with something. Um,
0: well, you never know. As James Bond, that would explain why he has to have a, a different girl in every port.
4: As a, as, as a, as a, like a, a warm-up while Ed's thinking, I, I could just, you know, a little sprite change. You could have him yell, Junior! And the effect is the same as Sindel's scream. <laughs>
0: I've got it. <laughs>
1: Henry Jones is standing in front of his uh, opponent, and he's, you know, woozy and wobbling back and forth. He pulls off his overcoat. Surprise, it was Marie- Ramirez from uh, Highlander all along and cuts his head off.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: there can be only one. Or he pulls out the submarine. Or he pulls out a podium and stands behind it, what what uh Japanese relations for five hundred?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: your the, mother. The category is titles, Mister Connery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or or the,
4: he, he the shows fight here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if it was legit, Henry Jones, it would be something to. It, it would be accidental, whatever it was. Um, yeah. Uh, it's
0: like here's my dog Indiana, and Indiana comes out, and it's like a giant rabbit dog that eats your face off. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good.
1: Uh, yeah, I really blanked on doing anything for Henry Jones Sr. Uh, mm, that's my bad.
0: No, it's. I think your fatality of Highlander is a great one, because I mean, who knows? Maybe Highlander is Henry Jones. That would explain how Indiana Jones has so much of his skill. Now, I always
1: wondered why the Kurgan sounded like Mister Krabs.
0: I believe you have started a new fan theory, sir. Well done. <laughs> Start a conspiracy YouTube channel that Jones is Highlander, hashtag. And it just, it, 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 it's awesome.
1: Can we start a theory that the Crystal Skull never happened? Because that's a great theory.
0: What, what uh, movie? I've that's never
4: that's
2: heard of it. Been theory since it came out. Yeah, oh,
4: yeah man, like, next thing you're going to tell me is that the Matrix had sequels. Right? And that it's
1: supposedly getting extended universe stuff from what I've been reading, but let's hope that doesn't come to fruition. They're
0: remaking Clue, nothing is sacred.
1: Clue Uh, does not need to be remade. But speaking of things... um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say the way they marketed that film was genius at the time, because I don't know if we've ever discussed this on the show, that different theaters throughout the country were playing different endings, so nobody could just go say oh, well, it was X, Y, or Z, and that's why when you watch it now on TV or on Blu-ray or whatever, there's all those different endings at the credits.
0: Yep. That's how it genius. could have ended. Yeah, it was genius. And there's enough evidence in the movie for all of the endings to make sense. Yes. yes. But it was still damn funny, so it and, did its and, job in both ways. And it had Tim Curry, so... Of course. So, uh, Rachel. Yes? You, like I mentioned, you did mention a game earlier. You mentioned Final Fantasy VI. You did not know that I had chosen a character from Final Fantasy VI. I have chosen your favorite Moogle, Mog. Oh,
3: (laughs) wordy.
2: Did Rachel just get SpongeBobbed?
3: No, I did not. Uh, Um. Let's
4: see. I don't know if you consider the character base of Final Fantasy VI, she might have gotten SpongeBob.
3: Um, I would say he uses his javelin for the fight, and then at the end, and then at the end when he has the chance to do the fatality, he decides, "Screw this! I'm going to dance." And so he dances, forgetting he's still holding his javelin, and that's how he slices up the enemy to pieces. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I never played number six.
3: Uh, it's one of the best. You gotta do it. It was,
4: it was also on the Super Nintendo as number three, if that
1: helps. Yeah, I know they were misrepresented uh, when they were brought over to America. Like, the chronological order was all mm-hmm. jacked up.
4: Well, no, it's just that they didn't release, like, numbers... The actual numbers two, three, or five initially in the United States, so... You know, it wouldn't have it would have not made much sense for them to keep the same numbering structure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Nintendo yeah, was, made some such, strange such such decisions fun. back then. Uh, well, they,
3: they just didn't think they were ever going to release it, so they just released one, two, and three, yeah. which was actually one, four, and six. Correct. Yep. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I mean, and then it, seven comes out, and we're like, "What? What happened?"
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what happened to the other three? <laughs> yeah. They were killed off by Mog. No, good,
3: no. No, no, red, no, gem. no I, I gotta go ahead and recommend to both Ed and, and everyone else that's listening that six is legitimately one of the one of the top three of all time. So however I, you can get it, uh however you can get it, play it. There are some versions that are better than others, but any version's better than no version.
4: I I have it actually. Well I mean I have, you know, three as Super Nintendo cartridges, but I I have it.
1: Mm-hmm. Was number four, actually number four in Japan, the one with Kane and... uh, Yes. uh, Okay.
3: Well, it was originally released here as two. Okay. So that's why it's confusing.
4: But the PlayStation adaptation of it had the correct numbering system? Yes.
2: Yeah.
4: So,
0: well done, Rachel. That was a very good fatality. Dance, disco death. Uh, So, well done. This
2: dude likes disco murder. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, I'm so glad you visit a Simpsons character, because JP is up, and uh, you knew that a Simpsons character would be coming, I'm sure. Oh, I, I was anticipating it, yes. Yes, yeah, so I, I decided to go with the one who, I thought, okay, which character would have to have the most creative fatality, because physically they can't do a damn thing. So, your no, character no, is uh, no, excellent. No, no. See Montgomery Burns. Oh
4: wow, that's not the direction I thought you were going to go at all. Release uh, the hounds. No, um, there, Uh, he's he's got two. Uh, number one is the very plain and simple releasing the hounds. Uh, no, number two, um, he's grown quite tired of fighting, so he he makes Smithers do it. That's <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. He, he call he calls in Smithers and. It doesn't matter what it is that he does. It's just the fact that he just Smithers. I've grown quite tired of this ravenous bout. Please dispatch of this enemy in that post haste, and you know that's it. Whatever he does after that is immaterial. The the shtick is he called in Smithers to do it.
1: <laughs> it would be even funnier if like Smithers rips open his shirt and he's uber jacked and ultra violent and then uh, finishes uh, him that way.
3: Like the first time, like the first time, um, uh, uh, Flanders takes Flanders,
4: his- yeah.
0: Well, stupid, sexy Flanders would uh, kill you by uh, distracting you on a ski slope. Yeah,
4: Like I yep. nothing at all. No, um, at all. <laughs> if, if I have to be honest, and, of course, by saying this, I get immunity from being asked it right back in my face. Uh, I, I actually, when you said physically incapable of doing a thing, I really thought you were going to go Hans Molman. <laughs> I thought that was where it was going beforehand,
3: too. Yeah. Possibly- I thought you were going to go a comic book guy.
0: Oh, uh, with uh, Hans Moleman, I would simply have him throw footballs at the person's groin until the person explodes. Yeah. <laughs> doink! Yeah. Doink! 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 Bang! Fatality.
1: You couldn't, you, you couldn't use uh, Maggie Simpson. We already know she's got a killer instinct.
0: And, a, oh, and yeah. she's a good aim. <laughs> so, we have reached the final round. Or, mm. as I like to call it, the universal Spongebobbing. All four of you are about to get characters that I think are quite funny in their own way. And how they kill the people could be quite entertaining. So let's see how you do it. And Matt, we mentioned Deadpool 2 earlier. And yet again, you guys were anticipating what I would do. Matt. From the X-Force, Peter. Yes! Peter's my boy. Well,
2: okay. There's the- Josh, you are about to get yourself a Marvel education. Because when they made a LinkedIn account for Peter as part of the marketing campaign. They did not include his last name, but his last initial was W. The only Peter W. in all of Marvel Comics of any note is a man named Peter Wisdom. Peter Wisdom is retired from MI6 as an assassin. (laughs) That said, the current running fan theory is that he is secretly Peter Wisdom post-retirement. So, at the end of the fight, Peter's fixing his sweater vest and complaining that he really needs to get home, otherwise he's going to be late to harvest the honey and put his bees back into his apiary. And yes, he is an avid apiist, apiarist, beekeeper. Hi, <laughs> Dios mio. So, realizing that he's low on time, he pulls out the hive and opens it to collect the honey from his Africanized killer bees. (laughs) (laughs) And while he's draining the honey, the bees come out murderously just sting all up and down the person's body. And then he closes the hive back up, and all the bees fly back into it. They've never all done the a fatality by bees. All while turned
0: to them. That's amazing. They've never done a fatality by bees. That would be a great one. No, then you then you. Over got, would be proud. Then you got
3: then you gotta have Nicholas Cage yell the bees.
0: Where <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds comes in as, as Deadpool and yells it. Oh yeah, the bees. That should have been while
1: wearing a Nicholas Cape mask. Yes! Superman <laughs> is a cinematic piece of gold.
0: <laughs> oh, man. That, that was Peace. a good one, Matt. Point. Well done. Ed. Yes. Shrek may be love and Shrek may be life. Perfect. <laughs> but your fatality is his best friend, Donkey.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, you know... I'll say this, because I don't know what happens past this, because I gave up after number three. Just saying. Uh, Shrek calls for his beloved significant other, the giant-ass dragon, and then there's a shish kebab. Yeah? And in the morning, I'm making waffles.
0: (laughs) Eddie Murphy's just, like, trash-talking the guy as Donkey while the dragon does all the hard work. (sighs) I, I... A brief aside again,
1: there are certain franchises that just need to stop. Shrek is one of them. I heard they're doing another one. What? Please stop. The first Shrek was classic. And the second one was, uh, to me, a good follow-up. But anything past that, no. But then like a franchise like How to Train Your Dragon, I am like uber excited for the third one. I I saw that trailer the other day. I cannot wait. That is where it needs to stop, too. Because you don't want to just milk something to death, and then have uh, franchise oh, fatigue. That's a great fatality, milking someone to death. Well, you know. Yeah. There's a there's a couple of applicable parties in Hollywood.
0: Yeah, that, that would be really good. And I got to say that in the third Shrek, the the best joke of them all is when the king is a frog and when he dies and they say he croaked. <laughs> I know that Dude. they set up for that pun the whole movie, but. It was worth it. I, I I laughed out loud, distracting people around me in the theater. Anyway, uh, Rachel, your final fatality. He might be big and fluffy, but he packs a punch. He's not my neighbor, he's my killer. Totoro.
3: <laughs> well, this is vaguely problematic because I've never seen that movie, but oh. I know I'm terrible. That,
1: uh, don't ever talk about movies I haven't seen that are Ghibli or anything else. But I'm
3: going to for the I know. I know a little about. I know about Totoro, although I have not seen the movie yet. And that's that's on me. Basically, are you familiar with Katamari? He's basically <laughs> gonna roll, doing Katamari level stuff, picking up stuff as he goes, and then boom, hits hits the hits the enemy.
0: <laughs>
3: so that it's still vaguely family friendly, and it's like a Disney screen death where the person dies off screen.
0: He picks him up in Pretty his sure. role and he dies off screen. Pretty much. It's like a snowball like a... death.
3: Pretty much, yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be somewhat family friendly. So I had to go with something where the person could die off screen.
0: It makes Whoa. sense. Certainly, he's Psht. no uh, no Griffith. No. No. <laughs> I'm glad that that's the case. And uh, JP, uh, this is your last one.
4: Maybe ever, depending on how this goes. So
0: sure. uh, let me see. How do I phrase this? Uh, so. We got some mail in, and I opened the mail, and uh, it never failed. Uh, (laughs) So (laughs) I looked and found the second clue and decided that your killer is blue.
4: Here's the mail that never fails. It makes me want to wag my (laughs) tail. When it comes, I want to yell,
3: Mail! All
4: right.
0: You
4: have that on tape. (laughs) If you see that I have
3: issues. (laughs) Right,
4: <laughs> I, I I grew up in, uh, in in the sticks, and we didn't get Cartoon Network until I was a, a pro, you know a, a, at a questionable age for what's what's too old to be watching cartoons. Um, so I, I I had Nickelodeon from when I was a little kid to when I was uh, you know thirteen, fourteen years old. And I mean, you don't have anything to do in the summertime, so. Back then, Nickelodeon had Nick Jr. on during the day, and you just had to deal with it, even in the summertime. Man, I, I watched so much Muppet Babies and Blues Clues when I was like eleven <laughs> and twelve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, stuff that I would absolutely have been ashamed to admit back then. But you know, I'm, I'm an adult now. I don't care. But but uh, so as I I you found the right person to bring to hit that one with.
2: Uh,
0: but, see, wow. I thought he was
2: gonna hit you with actually hit you with SpongeBob.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I wanted to go with something a little bit more unlikely.
4: Yeah, yeah, because like at least SpongeBob would have the very easy karate chop, you know.
0: But um, blue, <laughs>
4: yeah, blue. Oh my gosh. Um, let's see. In every episode of Blue's Clues, at some point there is a motion known as the Blue Skidoo. Where they jump into a picture almost Super Mario sixty-four style. In this case, Blue sends our poor unsuspecting victim into for topical relevance a picture of Mount Kilauea.
2: <laughs>
0: where Master Rochi is waiting like Uh oh. <laughs> Steve, why is there a picture of Griffith on your wall? No reason.
4: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's, that's a very good one, Josh. You've you, you, you done it again, man. You've done it again. <laughs> uh,
0: so I, I thought maybe the mailbox could come in and so fast and it hits the guy's head off. Well, it, at that, least it wasn't
4: the sentient salt and pepper shakers that he right. gave you. It could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Yeah,
4: I mean, there, there actually are a couple of viable ways it, it could have gone. The,
0: the, um, the pepper makes you sneeze so violently that you just kill yourself.
4: Yeah, uh, or or um, I, the alternate fatality would be Blue puts or uh, I don't I don't remember if Blue is a boy or a girl. Um, but yeah, Blue puts this paw prints on its opponent and then Steve has to come by and literally shove him into the notebook.
2: <laughs> that, That's funny. We will we'll,
4: we'll just uh, put him in the handy dandy
0: notebook. Oh. Yeah. And then the notebook like gurgles at no, the end. Have
1: yeah. it have it be more insulting. Don't have it be Steve, have it be that dude that replaced Steve. Oh, God. oh yeah.
4: Yeah, Steve's cousin or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then like like uh, this is this is just to really show my knowledge that they they continued to, to do reruns of Steve just so like the the kids could, you know, understand that, you know, the cousin just comes and does the show from time to time while Steve's out on vacation. It was just so bad.
0: Really? They kept they kept saying Steve was out on vacation.
4: The, I they something like that. Man. It was it was uh but but yeah, they you know they, they 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 kept the illusion going that Steve was still around by showing rerun episodes of his show in with new ones. Yeah,
3: it's no Mr. Hooper, that's for sure.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, another fatality. Magenta shows up and she's a jealous bitch. <laughs> 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 I, I Double like st- points,
4: Josh. Double points. I <laughs> like
0: stuffing them into the notebook. That's really good.
4: I yeah, I mean, there's just a very limited number of things there, man. Because, boy, that's that—that's just the pinnacle of nonviolence.
0: <laughs> the stripes on Steve's shirt come off, and they're actually blades.
4: <laughs> that would be it. what if Steve was a JRPG boss? Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> sa-
1: we'll save that
4: for another episode.
1: And the fanfics are going.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Blue's See, blue. now I'm
2: just imagining Steve kidnapping Princess Peach and being like, and that kids is how I stole your mother. <laughs> oh, Still a better ending. Blue
0: found a clue. It's called Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> hey kids. We ending. got a letter from Master Rochi. He's got a problem he's been dealing with lately. Yeah. <laughs> You
3: know, we should read we should get some weird stuff from the mail just so we have to we have to stay on air. It's like, dear big nerdy questions.
0: You know? <laughs> dear big nerdy questions. That, I recently is... listened to your fatality episode and I had some well, bad thoughts. I've been in therapy now for a month about it. No. Why do I but, suddenly yeah. want Chun-Li's thighs to... <laughs> <laughs> to
4: to to continue this on-air production meeting? Uh, yeah, that's not a bad idea, whether they're real or fake, yeah, read read really ridiculous letters on the show, I guess, as one of our opening segments.
0: I'm yes, insulted that you insulted of- Tim, he's yeah. my uncle. Uh-uh.
3: I got the idea when Kotaku started doing letters uh, asking Dr. Nerdlove, yeah. and I was like, this is vaguely not related, but okay, and it, it was actually quite humorous, so, at <laughs>
4: <laughs> it could work. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of like a lot a lot of uh, video game streamers. You know, they got a lot of just time on their hands while they're grinding, and so they'll just they'll just answer the most ridiculous questions people ask them on their social media. So I mean, it could be done. Oh
3: yeah, yeah. I was, I was considering doing Twitch myself, and I was like, no, nah, I'm a chick. That's that. Those gonna get weird.
0: Oh, and Josh, I did have one other alternate for your final one, but I decided it'd be too easy because it probably is done in the game. But I was going to give you Cuphead. Oh
4: man, yeah. Yeah, what would a cuphead fatality be, right? Um
2: Yeah. yeah. Guns, that? Guns and lots of jumping.
4: Uh yes, yes. Um no, but uh, golly, man. There is a a... I, I, I think I know what what it would be. One of the items you can get uh is is a a power-up that allows you to turn your parry maneuver uh, into an axe that actually deals damage to the boss as you parry it, and uh, the, that would just be it. He'd jump in the air, f- do his little axe flip, and bam—you're split in half, cartoon style.
1: You know, I know that hey. Reggie from Nintendo of America listens to our podcast. So could you please get Cuphead on the Switch, please? Thank you.
2: <clears throat> Wait, R- Reggie. Like my body is ready. Reggie listens to us. It was a joke. <laughs>
0: oh, uh. sure.
2: Well, he might,
4: Reggie. Reggie, if you're listening, we would like Cuphead to be on the switch, please. Yes,
1: and and keep up the
4: good work. Yeah, but seriously, get yeah, Cuphead on the trivial switch. Trivial details. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so
4: there is a, a challenge in Cuphead right now because people are finding new ways to put themselves through the hell that is Cuphead. Uh, there is the no jumping challenge in Cuphead right now. You, How
0: can, can you win Cuphead it? with no jumping?
4: You know, I asked the same question, and then I mean it. it there are certain bosses where it is absolutely required, but I I have seen videos just on you know I'm I'm in a Cuphead achievement hunters group on Xbox and I I have seen videos of people pulling it off. There just there are ways that you can think outside the box to get the results that you need. That's wow. all I can really say.
0: Wow, are you close to 100% in Cuphead? I have
4: 200% in Cuphead. Wow. Yeah. So you you get 100% for beating. Every boss and acquiring all the, the coins and and all of that, uh, you then can get to 200% because after you beat the first boss, you then uh, get to do expert mode. Sorry, not mean to beat the first boss. When you beat the final boss on regular cutthead, you get unlock like expert mode, and I have beaten all the bosses on expert
1: mode. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the audience, who may or may not have played Cuphead, that is
4: no small feat.
0: Yeah, that, that is, is amazing.
4: Yeah, what I have not done. For anyone who wants to call me out on this, you can you can two hundred percent the game without getting perfect scores on every boss. I have not done that. Life is too short. I have a wife. I have a dog. I'm not doing that.
0: <laughs> have you
4: perfect? Uh, have you done perfects on any of the bosses? I have. Uh, In fact, my my crown and cuphead achievement is actually getting a perfect score against the devil. On regular mode or... On on expert. expert. On expert, nice. Yep. That is the the symphony of devil slaughter, as Josh called it in the retweet.
0: I did, yes. Yeah. And that's basically what this episode was, a symphony of slaughter. Uh, So now all of us will choose, as with Thor's Hammer's episode, we will choose who has uh, done the the best creative work as a whole. Of course, don't vote for yourself because we're all friends here. So, Matt, aside from you, Ed, Rachel, or JP, who was the most creative murderer?
1: Oh, we're picking a panelist or we're picking one of the characters. I'm sorry, I'm just...
0: Either one, but uh, we're going to give somebody a trophy for best overall job. Um, as much as it pains me
2: to do it, I have to give it to Ed specifically for Premature Kamehameha. No. Yeah. I have to give it to Premature Kamehameha because that was amazing.
0: Uh, that, Ed. Was,
2: that has running gag potential.
0: It's going to be a running gag from now on, so well done, Ed.
2: Like, I'm going to have to find a sponsor for treating Premature Kamehameha.
0: <laughs> so, are, are we all going to agree that Ed wins this? No. No? Rachel, who do you vote for?
3: I just vote against Ed. <laughs> what the hell is
1: this? Is my wife here? What's going on? <laughs> Let's bring her out. Meg, are you
0: home
2: yet? <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> um, no. uh
1: No, I wouldn't say I was the most creative. I would. Um, I mean, I, I would say Josh was given more curveballs and rolled with it. So I would say JP.
0: All right.
4: <laughs> I appreciate that, uh, but yeah. I mean, I have to. Oh, sorry. It is. So go ahead. Is JP. it my
0: turn? You can get. It's my turn. I'm okay. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I'd. I'd have to give it to Ed. Um. I mean, uh, the premature Kamehameha was amazing.
0: <laughs> so, Rachel, you can give JP a tied victory, or you can give it to Matt and give Ed <laughs> the outright victory. Um. Well, I don't want to vote for myself because that's not
3: cool. Also, my follow-up boy was really bad. So. Um. I don't know. I actually, I actually
0: do want to go with JP. Sorry, Matt. M- <laughs> Matt, I really enjoyed how you I killed up No, your R two and your Tim and your Peter were all amazing, and your, all of them were really good. But those were fantastic. But yeah, JP. I think. Yeah, well, I think yeah, well, everybody
3: done. had at least one good one and at least one uh-huh. okay one. But overall, so, I'm gonna
0: go with JP. Which means that we have a, a tie between Ed and JP. So you guys have both. Won the Mortal Kombat off, which means that it's this episode ends in a friendship. <laughs>
4: that's, that's perfect. This this will this will uh, not fuel our deadlocked Sub Zero versus Scorpion rivalry at all.
1: Yeah, um,
3: I hate for who. The question is who goes for
4: who. Ed Sub Zero Lin Quay all the way. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 the Scorpion guy.
3: Okay, well, I like Sub-Zero because I like people with ice powers. So What's my...
4: that, Ed gets the win by default? Okay, thank you.
0: <laughs> oh! <laughs> that was
2: cold, Ed,
0: that was cold.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, but... that's because he used the Sub-Zero
0: refrigerated truck. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wait, that was two extra Sub-Zero
1: references. Yep.
0: I'll take it. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <laughs> uh, On that note, uh, Matt, I believe that there's someone who has to die. We've done a lot of killing, but someone has to die. Um, so, Matt, it's back from hiatus, and it's time to do the most sacred act of the show. Kill the Gungan! Well, Josh, Jar Jar actually turns out to be a listener of the show.
2: And <laughs> he started thinking, I need to get my own fatality. But I don't know how to get to the Mortal Kombat tournament. But I remember there's that vehicle service they talked about. So he hired the Sub-Zero refrigerated truck service (laughs) and was thrown (laughs) in the back of the truck. Where Sub-Zero, finish him! (laughs) We're getting more and more endorsement
4: for Sub-Zero as the show goes on.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Dark Tower arrives as
0: a block of ice. That's fantastic.
4: And then then, it, then it, Sub-Zero pulls him out of the truck and does the freeze and then uppercut fatality.
0: <laughs> yep. Or he does the rip the Gungan's head off, but he, Jar Jar still talks after his head is cut off because he's like a chicken. Oh,
2: well, of course, yeah. Misa's so cold. <laughs> Misa goes toward the light.
1: <laughs> I know, I know this has been a jokey episode, but I do have to say one thing. You know... <sighs> You can hate a movie. You can hate a character. Don't hate on the person playing the character, please. It doesn't matter what franchise it is. Yeah. They're doing they're doing their job. I didn't no, personally I got, hate the, the guy that played Jar Jar. Come on, just let it go. Did, didn't he
2: retire from acting after that uh, or
1: something? Uh, Jake Lloyd did, I think, or did he not? I don't know. I don't Jake, know if it got Jake
2: Lloyd actually uh, quit acting because of uh mental health issues okay it's still ongoing yeah, but he, he
0: got you know, he legit got bullied at school for star wars as well we you don't a... don't blame the person it's horrible no
1: it, it's it's a movie you're you're entitled to like it or not like it but
0: don't go after somebody for the doing who their who damn job joffrey is not that evil in real life he can't be He's a uh, actor,
3: though. I want to mention that because of what's going on to the woman who played Rose in The Last Jedi. That's
1: why I'm bringing yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah,
3: I figured.
1: Right, yeah. And, and to lesser extents, it was happening with Daisy Ridley before that. So just, if you don't like the movie, that's cool. Nobody's making you. Just let the people do their job. If you don't want to support it, don't go watch the movie.
0: We yeah. are an inclusive, supportive podcast here. If you don't like that, well, we'll still welcome you because we're inclusive, but you need to change your mind.
4: Yes, and and even if it is, even if it is like you know, all all these examples are bad characters where the actor does an okay job playing them. Even if it's a good character, where it's a bad actor, like at least keep the criticisms above the belt. I
1: mean, I didn't even hate the the character Rose all that much. I mean, she wasn't my favorite. But what matters?
0: That's not relevant at all.
1: Even if the film
0: is horrible. You, don't, you can criticize the performance as a, you know, the, it wasn't a great mm-hmm. performance, but don't criticize the person. Yeah. I mean, people there's, people there's, love there's,
1: Nicolas Cage, and he's been in some stinkers, man.
2: There's a, there's a distinction <laughs> it's like, there. It's like with, uh, w- w- whenever Natalie Portman gets involved in any nerdy franchise and she just completely phones in the entire performance. Yeah, it's bad acting on her part, but, you know... I thought she was okay. It doesn't and make her a bad person. Not she's at great. all. She's v- a good v- person. She just does not really put effort into it when she's in a nerdy franchise. We, we try to be like v- v- if
0: we're going to criticize somebody, we're going to criticize performance or something like that. You know, but right, right. we try to say mostly positive. Personally. And yeah. in fact, yeah, it's if we're going to hate on anybody, let's
2: bring it together, all together, and hate George Lucas for the prequels. No, I'm not
1: even going to go that far with it, because I liked Episode 3. Well, Episode 1 was okay, and half of Episode 2 was okay. I didn't hate it. Well,
0: guys, I'm going to say that uh, we're at an hour and a half, so I think this episode is is at its natural end. Uh, But next week, Ed, do you want to announce who our special guest is next week? Because it's a big one. (laughs)
1: It is. Uh turning special guest, EC Ambrose, author of the uh, Dark Apostle series and Bone Guard 1, is coming back to join us for the Mount Rushmore
0: of genre literature. Exactly. We didn't scare her off. We didn't scare we didn't her, her off. Ed and I. She uh, didn't
1: scare us off. That's, and EC are going to be
0: talking about uh, the best, the Mount Rushmore of sci fi and fantasy literature, essentially. There are so many possibilities, so if you want to give us some possibilities, uh, send us emails at bnqfeedback at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter or Facebook at BNQ podcast. Uh, we'll look for you there because obviously that one's going to be a really big deal, and I'm still not entirely sure yet because there's so many good choices. Uh, but E.C. Ambrose has been on the judging panel for the World Fantasy Awards, so she kind of knows what she's talking about on this one, and we're really excited to have her back. And she's an awesome writer, so that's absolutely.
2: Still,
0: you say she's kind of a big deal. Yes, she's <laughs> definitely kind of a big deal. So we're so excited to have her back. Uh, we're going to try to make sure that the guests we do bring back to the show are are ones that uh, really speak to uh, what you guys want to hear as li- our listeners. So uh, we know that she's a really interesting writer, and she's right there's a fantasy author. So we of course want to welcome her back. Talk to her. absolutely. Yes. So we'll have EC back uh, next week on the show. But for now, this is Josh simply reminding you that if you're ever feeling toasty, turn down the AC. And if the AC repairman doesn't come soon, finish him! Good night.